turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Following a pro-democracy march. Police had warned they would disperse the crowd after protesters built barricades with bamboo poles, traffic cones and other objects at various points, but they resorted to firing canisters anyway. Protesters then responded to the tear gas by throwing objects in the direction of the police. The skirmish came after a march to a nearby park. Hong Kong media said the people were chanting, Fight for Freedom, Stand for Hong Kong, at a post-march rally there. I'm Charles Siledesma. A top Iranian official paid an unannounced visit today to the G7 summit and headed straight to the buildings where the leaders of the world's major democracies have been debating how to handle the Iranian nuclear ambitions. This is SRN News. Hugh Hewitt explains how Twitter is exposing journalists. In Twitter, it's the mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the most objective of them all? And journalists go on there and they reveal they're not objective at all, that they're biased. And, they're, they, you know, they work for years to develop this screen of anonymity. And then they go on Twitter and they blow it by telling people they're just biased, usually left-wing hacks. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. The best and longest running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities is right here on The Patriot. Join Mitch Berg and Brad Carlson of the Northern Alliance Radio Network every Saturday and Sunday afternoon at 1 p.m. Because each week the NARN brings you the best in local, political, and conservative talk. It's NARN Saturday and Sundays 1 to 3 right here on The Patriot. Let's take a look at your forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. we got a slight chance of showers today with a high of 75. we got the Brad Carlson Show of the NARN starting right now on The Patriot. expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network and go launch sequence. Engineering go flight. Master control go flight. Studio engineer go flight. We are go for launch in T-3 2 1 We have liftoff The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into the broadcast. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. It's hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. If you'd like to leave any comments or questions regarding today's show content. And if you haven't done so already, give us a follow on Facebook. Just go to Facebook.com, obviously, and do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network and like our page again. If you have not done so already... And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And uh, maybe you've ascertained by now that uh, despite the fact that it is the first Sunday of the great Minnesota get-together, the Minnesota State Fair, we are not live on location at the fair. So if you headed up to Machinery Hill next door to the big orange Home Depot building and you wonder why it's abandoned or I don't even know what's up there now, mm-hmm. and you're wondering why we're not broadcasting there, yeah, it was a business decision. We're not broadcasting there this year. I don't know if it's permanent. Uh, I don't want to say either way, but we hold out hope. They say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one, that we may one day be back at the great Minnesota get-together, Minnesota State Fair. So we're going to miss it. Mitch and I are both miss it terribly, not being there to broadcast, because we kind of talked about it was like our Super Bowl sure. of the broadcast year. Uh, so... Yeah, we're gonna miss it, but uh, we're we're here in the Patriot bunker, yeah. and we're gonna do great. Right, I, I was looking forward to it. This is my first year at the Patriot. I've been here for about uh, six. Uh, has it really already been six months already? Geez, time flies. But you would have been here. 
I'm just saying. True, true, but I still would have Live vicariously through right, us? Exactly, okay, yes. Well. Pretending I'm being glorified <laughs> by the thousands of people in front of me just listening to Sunday programming here on The Patriot while I'm just down here in the bunker. You know, I was just excited to be a part of it. That's all. I was, I was going to actually, thinking of a, about maybe portraying some sort of ruse, like having like mm. audience uh, noise in the background as if people were walking and talking, you know, like at the fair. But okay. uh, I mean, it I, 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 I get like, this is about as good as I got. It's a cheering crowd. Yes. Yeah. We love the Patriots. I think the gig, yes. The at the jig, state fair. The jig would have been up. I don't yeah. think. The, uh, but, you know, the fact of the matter is, and again, I, I did I, on my uh, Facebook Live on the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, I talked at length about uh, just the sheer joy I had broadcasting the state fair because mm-hmm. I, I, I talked about it. You know, I've been a fan of radio in different capacities for 40 years. I mean, I, I go out to the State Fair, and of course, I was big into music, so I'd hang sure. out at the KDWB booth, or mm-hmm. back when WLOL, uh, 99.5 WLOL played pop music up until about 1990. Hmm. I'd go there and see my favorite radio personalities, and then yeah. my tastes became more eclectic. I would go to... Um, uh, AM 1500, and uh, even though Rush Limbaugh wasn't there, I'd listen to his program being mm-hmm. broadcast. And, of course, uh, Joe Souchere and Garage Logic would sure. be there in their different time slots. And, of course, Sid Hartman is a staple at WCCO, so I'd go see him on Sundays mm-hmm. do the sports huddle, and and he'd come out to the fair when uh, back when uh, Steve Cannon, the Cannon Mess, was on okay. uh, uh, cool. afternoons. Yeah, and uh, the thing I always and KFN, of course, the uh, yes. the sports station. Mm. Uh, I'm I'm giving a lot of these sport these stations some unsolicited advertising. You are. I apologize. Listen to AM twelve eighty the Patriot and only AM twelve eighty the Patriot or business fourteen forty or fifteen seventy wellness then radio. I don't need to tell you that or AM nine eighty the mission. So I would stand there and it would be like, you, you know. It, it was it was like if you're wanting to get into an elite club, and just as you're about to walk in an entrance, they put that they hook that rope onto the <laughs> pole. Sorry, can't can't enter. Mm-hmm. No authorized personnel only. It's like oh, I know. To, to, so close. I, I longed to to broadcast, and again, it, it was something that was a dream that a seed of a dream that was planted in my head. Mm-hmm. Oh, how I'd love to broadcast at the state fair. That just looks like so much fun, and I finally. Got to do it. I ha- I became a member of the NARN in 2011, but it was 2010, the year before. Mm-hmm. I had filled in on a handful of shows in the calendar year 2010, and it was back when the Northern Alliance had three Saturday shows. Okay, uh, Brian Ward and John the Rocketman, Hinder Rocker, and Chad the Elder. Before Chad started becoming a really good Catholic and have a bunch of kids, and had to <laughs> put that aside. So then it was just John and Brian, John, uh, John Hinder Rocker, and Brian Ward. They'd be the first team, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., and then Mitch Berg and Ed Morrissey would be the headliners from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m., and then King Banyan and Michael Broadcorb were the final word from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. And that went on for a couple of years, and then Michael became the deputy chair of the Minnesota Republican Party, so King was flying solo from hmm. 3 to 5. But the point is, Brian said, you know what, uh, John and I were going to take the Saturday of Labor Day, Saturday of Labor Day weekend off. Can you fill in for us at the fair? Again, this was in 2010. right. So it began. And I'm like, where do I sign, you know? <laughs> and I again, I'd filled in on a few shows for them here in the Patriot Bunker. So, um in fact, I've talked about the first ever time it was on the Patriot. It was the it was January of 2010. It was the day before the Vikings whooped up on the Cowboys in the playoffs when hmm. Brett Favre. Oh yeah, okay. Brett Favre's gotcha. first, first and only playoff win as a Vikings quarterback. <clears throat> yeah, let's cool. not talk about the game yeah. that happened the week after that Don't game. Don't want to talk about that. And no. that was that was that was a great show because we talked to uh, Twiggy the water skiing squirrel. We talked to the author of I love Brett Favre, I hate Brett Favre. <laughs> it was a kind of a schizophrenic book, and then uh, we talked to two members of the bikini ice fishing team. So yeah, it the was bikini a, ice fishing team. So right out of the gate, yeah, right out of the gate, I had a very eclectic guest lineup. Uh, mm-hmm. It was co-hosting with Brian Ward that day. Well, anyways, the Saturday of Labor Day, two thousand ten, Saturday of Labor Day weekend, two thousand ten. Brian says John and I aren't going to be hosting. Would you like to? guest co-host i'm like absolutely i've been waiting to do a state fair show and uh, i got up there my friend uh, kevin ecker uh, he was uh, very politically active back then and he started having family and kids and moved on from that uh, still a very staunch second amendment advocate i still see him at a lot of the gun rallies but uh kevin ecker and i were broadcasting and this was back when the narn had its booth just inside the main entrance off of Snelling Avenue. So if you walk in Snelling Avenue, okay. maybe go a block and a half and turn left. What's where O'Gara's is. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yep. And then uh, 
they had that for three years, from 2008 to 2009. It was an awesome spot because it was a high-traffic area, and you were literally right across the street from the DFL booth. No. It was awesome. Controversial. And this was 2010, and you had a feeling that the Republicans were going to issue a swift repudiation to Barack Obama in his first term. Uh, and sure enough, they did in the midterms. They took over the majority of the House and then put a huge dent in the Senate, in the Democrat Senate majority. And it was it was an absolute blast. We loved it. Occasionally, we get a few people. You, you get a, uh, a few, few folks who would walk by and give us the one finger salute. And <laughs> I still remember this one gal with multiple piercings in her in her face. Did that? Give me the one finger salute and mouth the words bleep. You know. Hmm, and nice, uh, nice. but they don't they don't talk to stop and engage because. Of you know, when it comes to policy, it's all emotion, no substance. We get that. So it was awesome. It's like, oh, man, this is so great. And then um, the following spring is when Lee Michaels called me up and offered me to be part of the NARN full-time. Like, I'm like, oh, awesome state fair. I nice. can't wait. And he says, yeah, yeah about that. Um, <laughs> remember that great location we had just inside Snelling Avenue in the main entrance? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> yeah, O'Gara's kind of bought that so now that's their patio so we're going to be in a different location oh okay where, where are we going to be uh you know where machinery hill is yes yeah i know where machinery hill is not a lot of other people know where it is if i remember the traffic right so yeah you take the good with the bad but the point is you know what i got to be up there machinery hill and i remember <laughs> thinking from the, my very first narn broadcast when i was a guest on that 2010 show and by the way that day that saturday before labor day was the single season attendance record, single day attendance record in State Fair history. All was, because of you. It was set that day. All because of you. I'm going with it. I'm yeah. going with it. Yeah. Now, it's since been broken about three or four times, but that day, you think about how long the State Fair had been around as of 2010, long time, and that was a single day attendance record. And boy, I could tell, because when my wife and I left, it's like, my God, I'm glad we're not hanging around here. That, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. a, I'm an extroverted person, but that was just too, too much. much. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my, no. We're out of here. Are, are you going to the fair this year? Uh, we might not. Um, yeah, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to make it either. The only reason, it, I was going to go Friday, and I had something blow up at the day job, so couldn't make it. And then I'm busy all the next week with my mm-hmm. day job, and then my wife and I are part of a wedding on Friday evening and Saturday, so that's out. So the only opportunity we'd have is if I go next Sunday after the show or Labor Day. True. And I'm going to doubt I'm going to want to do all that, given how crazy next week's yep. going to be. So my wife and I have known each other well over 20 years. This would be only the second year that we have not gone to the State Fair together. Wow. So, oh, and you know what? Given what I have seen from the crowds the first few days, the crush of people. It's been big. I'm not missing it. The weather's lot. been so good. I don't you can't blame argue people. with yeah. it. Yeah. We yeah. might break that record attendance this year just because I think it's supposed to be in like the mid-70s all through Labor Day. Well, that's the thing. Now, what would assuage the discomfort from the huge crowds is the fact that it's nice weather because the huge crowds on top of hot and humidity, like yeah. the Amazon jungle, Ugh. yeah, no, just, uh, yeah, no thanks. So, uh, again, this is my long story longer. We're not broadcasting from the State Fair. Is that permanent? Who knows? Mm-hmm. But what I will say is every broadcast I had from 2010 through last year, 2018, so that's nine different years of the State Fair, I can't count how many broadcasts I've done because there were some years where we did not broadcast weekends, but we broadcast weekdays because mm. we had sponsors that would sponsor weekday broadcasts I suppose. Us. So I can't even count how many broadcasts I've done. But I will say every single broadcast I went into at the State Fair, I would always remind myself in my head, it's like, you dreamed of this. You would go specifically and watch some of your favorite talk show hosts conduct their talk show at the fair back when you were a kid, back when you were a teenager. Now you're finally doing it. Don't take it for granted. This is a pep talk I was giving myself. So I can say when I when we were given the disappointing news that we were not going to be broadcasting at the state fair this year, I said to myself, you know what? Yeah, I'm disappointed. But I never took one millisecond for granted that I got to be behind a microphone at the state fair. Were there some technical difficulties when you broadcast remotely? Of course. Mm-hmm. It's inevitable. It's yeah. going to happen. There's going to be snafus. There's going to be having to do things on the fly. There's going to be lineup changes in the guest lineup because some guests aren't available right at that time, especially po- politicians as they're on their way up. They get stopped by 100 people. These are voters. you got to engage them. I got that. So my point is I never took one millisecond of it for granted. I enjoyed every minute of it, just like I do broadcasting in the bunker, but especially out of the state fair. That, that was like our Super Bowl. And so the fact we didn't get to do it this year, yeah, it's disappointing, but I at least got to say, 
I fulfilled a dream broadcasting in the Minnesota State Fair. And from our lips to God's ears, hopefully it can happen again. Quickly, uh, hold on. What's your favorite food, State Fair food? Oh, I'm old school. Cheese curds. Well, yeah, of pups. course, from the mouth trap in the food building, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag Narn Show, hashtag N A R N Show. Brad Carlson the Closer coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. The self-defined little brown woman with a big mouth is coming to Ames Center in Burnsville, Tuesday, September 24th. Get your tickets for An Evening with Michelle Malkin today at am1280thepatriot.com. I should have done it sooner. That's a comment heard often from satisfied patients at INeedMoreHair.com. Dennis Prager here. If you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss, go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what they're doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. You'll be under the care of some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in the country. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including notable Hollywood personalities a full head of hair they can do the same for you their technique is so advanced that their results are guaranteed in writing and their prices are the best in the business if you have hair loss don't put this off another day contact i need at their office in egan for your free consultation experience you can trust prices you can afford today is the day to get a permanent solution to your hair loss at i need Giving your computer problems with boots. Arby's Computer Service. When you want your computer fixed right the first time, Arby's is the place. Hi, this is Randy from Arby's Computer Service. Why is it that your cell phone is replaced every two to three years with no thought about cost, but when it comes to your computer in your office, you try and hold out five to six years or longer to do the same? Arby's Computer Service. What is that loss in productivity doing to your bottom line? Do you know that we can sell you a brand new commercial computer that is super fast for less than the cost of your new iPhone or Android phone? Why are you waiting? Call us today. We can be reached at 763-441-3884. That's 763-441-3884. Or on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boots. Arby's Computer Service. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. It's bucks for books at Lucky Stations. Come into our store, spend $5 or more on any item, mention AM 1280 The Patriot, and get a $5 Office Depot gift card. What could be better? Bucks for books. Visit LuckyStations.com or your neighborhood store. Welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into the show. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show, hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. I do want to get to some news from this past week, some national news. I was sorry to hear of the passing of David Koch. He, of course, one of the demonized Koch brothers who Harry Reid was obsessed with when he was in the U.S. Senate. David Koch passed away at age 79. David Koch, of course, gained a lot of notoriety because of his uh, political advocacy, advocating for uh, specific causes in which he believed in. A lot of people labeled him as a you know, conservative activist, but uh, he was very much a non-interventionist, was against war. Uh, he was uh, for marijuana legalization, and he wasn't a staunch pro-lifer at all. So this idea that he was a conservative, um, don't know if that's necessarily an apt label. And another uh, mischaracterization 
is that the Koch brothers basically had the Republican Party in their hip pocket. And again, nothing could be further from the truth. If you compare the money Koch bro- the Koch brothers spent or donated toward political candidates, it is a fraction of what, say, uh, big unions and pro-abortion groups spend on candidates and other political action committees. And, of course, the Koch brothers uh, sat on the board of Americans for Prosperity. And, of course, Americans for Prosperity radio was heard on these very airwaves, Saturdays, 4 to 5 p.m., uh, Jason Flores and the fine crew with Americans for Prosperity, Minnesota, uh, carrying on the legacy of limited government through fiscal conservatism. That is a big mantra of theirs. I'll read a little bit from uh, Jim Garrity's piece, uh, just paying homage to David Koch. Uh, Jim Garrity says, back in 2017, I wrote about what the Co- what made the Koch brothers and their various political organizations stand out as so effective in a country with lots of political action committees, activist groups, and wealthy donors. The only real difference between the Koch brothers and Tom Steyer or George Soros is that the Koch brothers are better at achieving their goals, particularly at getting the team around them to focus on the long-term and easily overlooked corners of the governing process, i.e. state legislatures, local tax initiatives, and the political races that aren't quote-unquote sexy. Oh, that's a great point, because we have Jason Flores on this program at least a few times a year talking about what's going on in the legislature. And that's what Americans for Prosperity is so, where they're so effective, is they mobilize local activists and engage on a local level issues that affect us locally. Because, you know, we had Andrew Richter on from uh, Community Solutions a, a couple, three weeks ago, and that's the very thing that we as conservatives are, have failed to do in this state, is to build a, a solid bench by having people run for municipal and county races and then graduate on up to state races, and then they might be ready for the big time, whether it's the uh, U.S. House or, or U.S. Senate. And again, the Koch brothers, because they were willing to help with these particular causes that were near and dear to their hearts, you know, limited government at the local level, they understood how it worked. And here's the thing. Naturally, because the Koch brothers were so vilified by the likes of of Harry Reid and big leftist commentators, people danced on on David Koch's proverbial grave on Twitter. I mean, Twitter is a complete cesspool. Whenever whenever there's a... uh, a death or a national tragedy, Twitter's the last place you want to hang out because everybody seeks to politicize everything. And I'm not even going to read some of the vile tweets that were put out about David Koch. It's not worth it. You can find him if you want to. But but I'll, I will say this. Alyssa Milano, who's as left-wing as they come, she actually, and, and kudos to Alyssa Milano for this, came out and said something along the lines of, um, you know, we on the left, if we're so anti-death penalty probably isn't a good look if we're dancing on the grave of our political opponent. Again, I know we disagreed on political issues, but if we're rejoicing in someone's death and yet we're supposedly anti-death penalty, that just doesn't seem very consistent. And Alyssa Milano got absolutely dragged through the mud by a bunch of kook leftists for being reasonable. So that tells you everything you need to know uh, about leftists on Twitter. Again, not reflective of the Democrat Party as a whole, not reflective of all of left wing. That's a mistake a lot of people make on Twitter. People think Twitter is reflective of society as a whole. And it's just not the case. And thank God it's not the case. That's all I'll say about it. But there are some people who are wrong and there are some people who are rotten. And Bill Maher happens to be both in this particular situation. Now, I have actually found myself giving props to Bill Maher for his vehement defense of free speech because he has no time for these leftist kooks that are trying to suppress conservative speech on campuses, particularly when Ben Shapiro or Ann Coulter were going to go speak at Berkeley. He had no time for those people who were basically vandalizing storefronts and rioting in the streets because someone with a dissenting voice was going to come on campus. And I gave Bill Maher his props for that, which was very strange because there isn't a whole lot politically I agree with uh, Bill Maher, but when it comes to the speech issue, he's fantastic, and he's right on, in my opinion. Well, uh, on David Koch, yeah, I, I was going to send the audio clip of that, but I didn't find one that bleeped out certain words. I'll just leave it at that. So um, Bill Maher, here's uh, Mediate. Mediate happened to uh, link to the clip. If you want to find it, it's out there. 
Uh, during his open opening monologue the other night, Bill Maher touched on the death of David Koch and said ahead of any blowback he expects to get over it, bleep him, I'm glad he's dead. I guess I'm going to have to reevaluate my low opinion of prostate cancer, Maher joked. His family said they wish it could be longer, but at least he lived long enough to see the Amazon catch fire because, you know, Coke Industries, they're uh, responsible for uh, mass pollution in the country. And by the way, that's a chanting point that NASA uh, refutes because they came out with a statement uh, recently, says, as of August 16th, an analysis of NASA's satellite data indicated that total fire activity across the Amazon basin this year has been close to average, to the average in comparison to the past 15 years. Now, the Amazon spreads across Brazil, Peru, Colombia, and parts of other countries. Uh, though activity appears to be above average in the states uh, in the states of the Amazonas and Rodania, it has so far appeared below average in Mato Grosso and Para, according to estimates from the Global Fire Missions database. But there's chanting points to be admitted, so you know facts are often lost. So Bill Maher basically um, came out and said, um, I know these seem like harsh words and harsh jokes, and I'm sure I will be condemned for them on Fox News which will portray Mr. Koch as a principled libertarian, because he was, who believed in the free market. He did. He and his brother have done more than anybody to to fund climate science deniers, so bleep him. The Amazon is burning up. I'm glad he's dead, and I hope the end was painful. Wonderful social graces by Bill Maher. I wouldn't expect anything less uh, from him. But, you know, see, for people to just, this was just kind of a general lesson for people to rejoice in the death of a political opponent. First of all, reflects very poorly on that person. Now, Bill Maher is an avowed atheist. In fact, he often mocks uh, Christianity and whatnot, and that's fine. Free speech being what it is in this country. Again, I just defended him for being able for standing up for free speech. I'm going to stand up for his free speech, of course. But when you hear vile things like that, obviously they're shock. And in some people, there's anger, and it's like, you know, what a low-life blankety-blank and whatnot. And, and, and I, I understand all those reactions you might have. But for me, knowing Bill Maher's worldview, I'm sorry. I feel genuine sympathy for the man. I do. Because if all you have in life is to celebrate the death of someone who you believe, who you look at as your political opposite, I'm sorry. That's a miserable existence. Bill Maher has been successful when he hosted Politically Incorrect, and then since his HBO show Real Time has been on for over a decade, he's been wildly successful. He's made a lot of money. You know, touts all the wonderful times that he had, the Playboy Mansion back when Hugh Hugh Hefner was alive. A lot, you know, Bill Maher was the envy of of a lot of individuals. But to have that reaction to somebody with whom you disagree politically shows you're just an empty, vacuous vessel. You are. And again, I don't say that with any glee. In fact, Bill Maher seems like the type of person who so vehemently opposes any kind of spiritual foundation or any kind of deity that that seems like the person that could be most likely, may sound strange to say this, but most likely to have kind of a turnaround in his worldview. At least I hope for that, for him. So when I heard these words, again, I didn't get angry. It's like, this this is what people who have no spiritual foundation, this is how they're going to react. How will we expect them to react? You know, they they think if there's no afterlife, then the only way to fight your battles is on in this life, on this earth. And because he outlasted his political opponent, David Koch, Bill Maher looks at that as a victory. But here's the thing. David, David Koch has probably done more to impact this world for the better than Bill Maher in 10 lifetimes combined will have been able to do. I mean, whatever Bill Maher has done, I'm sure he's probably donated some money to some causes he believes in. He's done quite well for himself. But I'd be willing to bet David Koch has done more, did more in his life than 10 Bill Maher's would ever have done, including how many countless of millions to cancer research, which has had a lot of incredible breakthroughs over the last decade or so. Because David Koch was diagnosed with prostate cancer more than 20 years ago. He lived that long with prostate cancer. So obviously, in his mind, you know what? 
I may not be able to outlast this disease or, or, be, or recover from this disease, but I'm going to make darn sure that no one will suffer the same fate I am. So he donated how many countless tens of millions of dollars to cancer research, including to one hospital that treated Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who this past week it was announced has no evidence of disease after some recent cancer treatments. So how ironic is that? These proverbial these leftists who are chewing their proverbial nails, hoping upon hope that Ruth Bader Ginsburg doesn't have to step down from her post at the Supreme Court because it would give Donald Trump another opportunity to fill the Supreme Court vacancy. Okay, she survives because she was in a hospital with the highest quality medical care, a hospital that was a beneficiary of millions from David Koch. So rest well, David Koch. You have affected this world very positively, and I'm glad there are people out there who recognize that. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back in mere moments. Go nowhere. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boom box that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 to Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Something you need to know about Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners. They're on a mission to help as many people as possible to get out of pain. They've been a consistent sponsor of this show. In radio, sponsors come and go. They, they may even stay for a year or so. And then they're gone. Not so with Relief Factor. Pete and Seth are consistent year after year. Why? Because tens of thousands of people are now taking Relief Factor every day for their back and neck pain, shoulder pain, hip pain, knee pain, etc. And now they're in less or no pain at all. That's the truth. I'd like you to try it. Three-week quick start is just $19.95. In three weeks, you'll know if it works. How's that? Is that a great thing or what? Cancel if it doesn't work. Otherwise, it's the best nineteen ninety five you will have spent. That's the quick start, relieffactor.com. Social Security is with you through life's journey. Get to know us at socialsecurity.gov. We are there, day one, with baby names and a gift that lasts a lifetime. We are there as you grow, protecting you and those you love. We are there when you get your first job, helping you to save for the future. We are there when you marry your sweetheart to help secure your new life together. We are there if the unexpected happens to help you see life from a new perspective. We are there when you start your next chapter to make sure you get off to a great start. And we are there when you lose your soulmate to help make sure you will be all right. We are with you through life's journey, Social Security, securing today and tomorrow, Get to know us and see what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue. To do you right, we take time for a barbecue flavor that will blow your mind. Get that Rack Shack attack, oh, Rack Shack barbecue. Make fresh daily cater to you. Homemade sauces, secret rubs too, it's a very Welcome back, Camp 12, the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. Hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. I'm closing out this weekend's Northern Alliance Radio Network programming. You can catch my friend and colleague King Banyan on these very uh, are on our sister station, actually. AM 1440, The Businessman. It's the King Banyan Show, Saturdays, 9 to 11 a.m. And my friend and colleague Mitch Berg on these very airwaves, AM 1280, The Patriot. He is the headliner edition, Saturdays, 1 to 3 p.m. I am the closer, closing out weekends, Sundays, 1 to 3 p.m. right here in AM 1280. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. 
And by the way, I'd be remiss if I didn't give mad props to Board Op Jason. He figured out my theme for how I select my bumper music week in and week out. Yes, I did. I, I occasionally get people saying, you know what? I have no idea mm-hmm. how you come up with all these bumper tunes. Or people will ask me. I said, yep. you know, believe it or not, there is a common theme. Mm-hmm. And they say, wait a minute, there's a common theme between Judas Priest and Joe D. Messina? I'm yes, like, there is. Believe it or not, there is. Mm-hmm. But I won't tell, even though I did figure out the secret, and I know that there are only two people on this planet that know the secret now. Yours truly, Jason Stormer, and then Lee Michaels. We're the only two people to figure out, but trust me, Brad, your secret is safe with me. Yeah, you were the only two people to guess it. Now, I, now board ops who have left, mm. I say, okay, you you know, I've been working with you oh, that's for right. That's right. however long. You're probably wondering how I select my music every mm-hmm. week. Yeah, you know, I was kind of curious about that. Mm-hmm. and and some Or some have known I've had a theme, and, I, and so on their last day, I say, okay, you know I have a theme to how I pick my music. Here it is, and I let them know. They're like, ah, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. And I'll just say this. It is kind of in plain sight if you read enough mm-hmm. new internet news sites and whatever else, entertainment sites. Right. Whatever else. I'm, I'll just leave it at that. And the only way I found out about it, it was by complete accident this morning because I do something called Jason's Jots. It's for Brad. It's just a list of things that I've been keeping track of of the week and just be like, hey, you know what, Brad, if you want to talk about this specific thing, you know, I'm willing to talk about that kind of stuff. And I brought up some a certain topic that just I was uh, putting together the Spotify playlist and it just dawned on me. I was like, oh, as I'm adding Elvis Costello, as I'm adding Kiss, as I'm adding Billy Ray Cyrus, it's just like, that's it. There it is. So, again, I'm not going to give away the secret, but I completely found out about it on accident. I did not intentionally, like, all right, I'm going to get down to Brad's uh, secret playlist organization tool. I'm going to get down to it. No, it was just, it fell right into my lap, and now I just feel like I'm on top of the world. Well, because Lee Michaels was close to two decades in in pop music uh, radio, Mm -hmm. you know, as a DJ, uh, he knows trivial aspects about uh, some of the artists and bands and whatnot, Mm -hmm. and so... Yeah, he was able to figure out, oh, I kind of gave a little hint there. It's trivial aspects regarding mm. these artists. I kind of gave him a little hint there. Careful. So uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, if uh, if you ever, if y'all ever figure it out, hey, feel free to leave a tweet at hashtag Narn Show and blast the secret out there for all to see, for all I care. But yeah. you have to figure it out. This is our we're... listeners right now for me. This yeah. is all for me. Yes. Yes. We're Taking not... it all in. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're I'm not going to give it thank away, you. of course. But, uh, of course not. No. Lips well, are sealed. Uh, basically, uh, this past week, the Trump administration said to Planned Parenthood, hey, Planned Parenthood, go defund yourself. This oh is from boy. the L.A. Times. Planned Parenthood said Monday it will withdraw from the federal Title X program that helps low-income people access contraception rather than comply with what it calls a new Trump administration gag rule that prohibits, prohibits it from providing abortion referrals to those patients. Well, right away, I can tell you that that's, a, that that's false. I've been talking about Title X pretty much since Trump was inaugurated because the one fear that people had, particularly women's rights advocates, is that Trump was going to take away their, their birth control and their right to have an abortion and whatnot and, and uh, that the federal government is under obligation to fund Planned Parenthood. Well, no, they're not. And Title X has been in existence for close to 50 years. And it says specifically, you can look it up, I'm paraphrasing right now, but it says specifically that it is providing federal dollars to those organizations who do not use abortion as part of its family planning. It's been there for, like I say, close to 50 years. It's been in place. So this isn't some new gag order or gag, uh, gag rule as it's being dubbed. That, that's completely false. And like I say, people were, you know, I would respond to threads on this. Uh, people like, oh, my God, Planned Parenthood's going to be defunded. What's going to happen with all these poor people? They're not going to get medical care. And I'm like, um, well, any other family planning centers that adhere to Title X are eligible to receive federal dollars. So they can just go there. And say, well, Planned Parenthood, is a, you know, it's not all it's not all about abortion. It's only only three percent of their business is abortion. Well, um, the fact that you're willing to withdraw from the Title X program tells me that uh, you have an issue with abortion no longer being part of family planning. So, anyways, I'll read a little bit more from this L.A. Times story. 
Uh, all seven Planned Parenthood facilities that are direct grantees in the program and hundreds of sub-grantees that received funding through a third party will withdraw from Title X, said Alexis McGill-Johnson, acting president and chief executive of Planned Parenthood Federation of America. Nationwide, Planned Parenthood, which gave more money to political causes than the Koch brothers, <laughs> excuse me, I digress there, uh, currently serves 1.5 million low-income people under the program. The Trump administration has forced Planned Parenthood grantees out of Title X, McGill Johnson said. We at Planned Parenthood will refuse to cower to the Trump-Pence administration. McGill Johnson said the, that Planned Parenthood's doors will remain open and that it will continue to provide contraception services relying on emergency funding from other sources in the case of Title X patients. Uh, by the way, whenever Planned Parenthood has felt that their funding was threatened by an evil Republican presidential administration or evil Republicans in Congress, they always tout how their fundraising numbers, private fundraising numbers, go through the roof. Um, maybe, oh, I don't know, just threaten to defund them every day and then their fundraising will go up. I mean, they're the ones touting their private fundraising that they receive whenever the government threatens to defund them. So I'm just saying, uh, using essentially fundraising for charity, what should be a state responsibility, a federal responsibility, is like holding an umbrella during a tsunami. Well, again, this is uh, National Review. um, Who was it that wrote this? Uh, John McCormick at National Review pointed to this L.A. Times story and other media outlets on how they're parroting, they're uh, parroting, not parroting, parroting, Planned Parenthood's misleading talking points. Again, this is from John McCormick. Uh, Planned Parenthood calls the regulation a gag rule because of one because one of its provisions prohibits grantees from making referrals for abortion, and many Planned Parenthood's allies in the media are parroting the gag rule talking point. See, for example, the headline in the L.A. Times news pages, which I just read. The headline read, Planned Parenthood to Stop Taking Title X Funds Rather Than Comply with Abortion Gag Rule. Planned Parenthood said Monday it it will withdraw from the Title X program that helps low-income people access contraception rather than comply with what it calls a new Trump administration gag rule. Well, uh, again, that was from the L.A. Times story. John McCormick continues in his piece where he says, 12 paragraphs down in the story, the reader learns that the policy does not prevent health care providers from mentioning abortion, but it prevents them from making a referral or telling patients where they could get one, which has been the tenant of Title X since it was passed decades ago. But they're acting like this is something new. And the fact that the public believes it's something new is a damning indictment on what where people people's heads are when discussing political issues. It's like if you're going to argue about social issues, political issues, you might want to have just basic knowledge of what you're arguing, like Title X, which specifically precludes federal dollars from going to organizations that use abortion as part of family planning. But yet they act like it's something brand new. It's ridiculous. Uh, Planned Parenthood and the American Medical Association, which is also suing the administration over the policy, call it a gag rule because it interferes in a doctor's relationship with a patient and his or her ability to provide the care they think is best. In fact, the regulation not only allows doctors to mention abortion, it allows non-directive counseling on abortion. That is, counseling that doesn't push a pregnant woman toward an abortion. To preserve open communication between the client and the provider, the regulation permits but does not require non-directive pregnancy counseling, including non-directive counseling on abortion, Diane Foley, Deputy Assistant Secretary of the Department of Health and Human Services, said in congressional testimony. Is Planned Parenthood really giving up $60 million in federal funding simply because it would have to tell clients to Google the phone number of a nearest abortionist who is often operating down the hall? What's more likely, what's much more likely, is that Planned Parenthood would never comply with the regulation because it requires physical separation between abortion facilities and grantees that provide contraception under Title X. 
The provision at the heart of the regulation requiring Title X programs to separate physically and financially from programs where abortion is performed as a method of family planning is merely enforcing the plain meaning of the 1970 law that established Title X. Okay, so it's not new. What's new is an administration is actually enforcing the law that's on the books. What a concept. You mean there's actually a law that's being adhered to? Crazy, isn't it? I know that we're used to laws not being adhered to, okay, including gun laws, which a lot of members of Congress want to pass new gun laws, even though the ones currently aren't being adhered to. Why don't we enforce those that are currently on the books? Crazy, I know. The law states, none of the funds appropriated under this title shall be used in programs where abortion is a method of family planning. I was shouting this from the hills around the time Donald Trump was inaugurated because I saw many in my social media communities decrying the fact that Planned Parenthood was going to be defunded and, oh, my God, poor people are going to be without medical care, yada, 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 and they're they're taking my birth control, they're taking my contraception, they're interfering in the relationship between me and my doctor when I said, you know what, that care is still available. It just has to be with organizations that don't have a financial interest in abortion. That's it. And people were just shocked by this. Some even claimed that to not be true. And, you know, I try not to get too snarky on social media or because, you know, obviously people with whom I interact in social media are friends of mine because I, I don't I typically don't accept friend requests from people on Facebook that I don't know. OK, so these are these are friends of mine, people who are acquaintances in one way or the other. So I try try to keep that relationship solid because you're going to see these people in person. You don't want it to be awkward. But it's like. This Title X has been on the books since 1970. This has been there in plain sight forever. It just hasn't been enforced until now. All that's happening is, is the law is being enforced. You want to change laws? Well, there's an avenue to do that, but you better better roll up your sleeves and get to work. Okay? Sitting on Facebook and decrying what you think is a bad law is not the best way to go about it. So uh, kudos to the Trump administration. This is something that's been talked about for quite some time, defunding Planned Parenthood, and how ironic that Planned Parenthood seemingly has defunded itself. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also reach out via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with one final segment this hour. Go nowhere. AM1280, The Patriot. Did you know that 45% of consumers look at your online reviews, comments, and feedback to decide if they want to do business with you and your company? I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities, and I want to introduce you to Salem Surround, the next generation answer to digital marketing for your local business. Salem Surround can help your company get the most out of their online reviews and reputation. Call Alyssa for more information at 651-289-4406. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? 
Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real natural hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts SAVE22 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. You wash it. You cut it. It's your own real naturally growing hair. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text SAVE22 to 85850. That's S-A-V-E-22 to 85850. One size fits all. It's the biggest lie in the world. Not true for clothes, not true for closets. But most so-called custom closet companies actually use prefab sizes. They just sort of fit all spaces. Closet and Storage Concepts custom builds your design in their shop, so it fits like a tailored suit. You can choose from a huge selection of materials and finishes to reflect your personal style. And because they custom build, they can also outfit your garage, mudroom, craft space, or any other space. Visit ClosetAndStorageConcepts.com. Welcome back, Cam to the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, stop what you're doing and tune into the Narn right now. Right, stop what you're doing because I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you used to. Pretty much sums it up. One final segment this hour. It is me, Brad Carlson, the closer. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Again, 651-289-4488. That is the number to call if you'd like to weigh in on any of the topics we have been discussing. Uh, former Illinois Congressman Joe Walsh, he was part of the Tea Party wave in uh, 2010, was elected to a congressional district in Illinois, and after the lines were redrawn, he was uh, redrawn into a different congressional district where he opposed Tammy Duckworth, who ended up being a U.S. Senator out of Illinois, and uh, Walsh lost in 2012, so he was a one-term congressman. You can hear his radio show actually replayed right here in these very airwaves, M1280 The Patriot weeknights from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m., uh, Joe Walsh appeared on This Week with George Stephanopoulos on ABC this morning, and uh, this is what he had to say. Hey, George, good to be with you. Have you reached a decision? Yes, and it's great to be with you. Um, I'm going to run for president, and, and I'm happy to be on your show announcing my candidacy. George, no surprise, we've got a guy in the White House who's unfit, completely unfit, uh, to be president, and it stuns me that nobody stepped up, nobody in the Republican Party stepped up, because I'll tell you what, George, everybody believes in the Republican Party, everybody believes that he's unfit. He lies every time he opens his mouth. You you say that, you say everybody believes he's unfit, but one of the things the White House points to, and the president points to often, is just about every poll shows more than 80% support for the president among Republicans. They don't have an alternative. I'll tell you what, George, and look, I'm running because he's unfit, Somebody needs to step up, and there needs to be an alternative. Okay. So there you go. Joe Walsh, former Illinois congressman, current radio show host, going to challenge Donald Trump for the Republican nominee in 2020 for president. Uh, not going to happen. Let's, let's, let's just get rid of the wiggle room. Joe Walsh will not be the Republican nominee for president. It's not going to happen. Is there a candidate out there that could usurp Trump to be the GOP nominee in 2020? I have no idea. If that candidate exists, it ain't Joe Walsh. It's just not. Let me read a quote from you. Uh, In light of a lot of the talk about Israel this past week and American Jews, you know, because obviously the president was invoking those, let me read a quote for you. Most American Jews are liberal, and most American liberals side with the Palestinians and vague notions of peace instead of with Israel's well-being and security. Too many American Jews aren't as pro-Israel as they should be, and too many share the belief that the Palestinians are victims of Israeli occupation. Nothing could be further from the truth. Who said that? Well, given the rhetoric that he conveyed this past week about American Jews in Israel, that sounds like something that President Trump would say, and it sounds very similar to something he said this past week. No, those sentiments were uttered by Joe Walsh, the person you just heard, announcing that he's going to try to unseat Trump for the Republican nomination for president. My point is, is that Joe Walsh was completely in the tank for Trump this past, you know, when Trump was running for president. 
And he was even supporting some of the things Trump had said, you know, earlier this year. Now, all of a sudden, he's had this grand epiphany and say, you know what? He's a disgrace. He's unfit. I can't take it anymore. And you know what? Joe Walsh may deep down in his heart feel this way. He may have finally had some sort of epiphany that Donald Trump is unfit. Uh, He even put out a tweet this past week. I'm embarrassed I I ever supported this guy. I apologize unequivocally. And I replied to that tweet, you're still not going to be the Republican nominee for president. Because pretty much right there, the writing was on the wall that Joe Walsh was going to announce he was going to run for president. And he's got no shot. He's got no shot. Trump is been, because he's the incumbent president, and typically incumbents aren't challenged from their own party, Trump's raised a ton of money. And he's been getting out there and say what you want about Trump. The guy gets out there and he works. And he firms up his support. Now, whether it's going to be good enough or not, I don't know, because it doesn't seem like he's drawn in a whole new swath of voters, which he's probably going to need this time around. So, again, Joe Walsh, he's he's absolutely not the answer. Uh, Dan from Brooklyn Park is calling in. Dan, we have about a minute to go this hour. Welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Thank you. I'm, I'm actually kind of shocked that a radio, a Salem radio host could be so foolish. I know, right? And I, I don't listen to the guy. I, don't, I listen a little bit, but it's nothing. There's nothing great or positive or encouraging. Uh, he must be doing it for self promotion. I have no idea. I mean, if he does, he ever articulate specifically how he's unfit? Just because he's not the most polished, uh, whatever speaker at times, although he's given amazing speeches. Mm-hmm. I'm just, oh, I'm, I'm just, I'm ticked. And there's, a, there's two words. And that one starts with a D, and the second word starts with an A. That describes Joe Walsh right now. I think Salem should fire the guy and go. Nobody listens to you anyway, and there's nothing of any great profound wisdom you provide. Plenty of other guys could fill in. I, I think he's an idiot. Yeah, appreciate the uh, appreciate the call, Dan. Uh, be, word begins with a D and ends with an A. Did he said? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wonder what that is. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah. I. I. I he hasn't articulated any policy stances as yet. I mean, you think about it, a lot of the things that he said, including during his tenure as an Illinois congressman, and there's a YouTube clip, a famous town hall, Illinois town hall, where he got in the face of some woman and yelled at her. It's not a good look when you're yelling in the face of a woman uh, because, you know, granted you're passionate about what you believe in, but a lot of the things he stood for during his campaign for Congress in 2010 and then trying to run for re-election in 2012 sounds very similar to to the things Trump has said. So you can say, well, I'm sorry that I supported the guy, and then the next day, well, I'm running for president. Well, it doesn't quite work that way, okay? Because this fair or unfair, it just looks like a very cynical ploy to try to, you know, as Dan alluded to, maybe get his name out there. So anyway, so there it is, Joe Walsh vying to be the Republican nominee for president. It's not going to happen. He and former Massachusetts Governor Bill Weld are are two Republicans challenging Trump for the GOP nominee. There may be a candidate out there, but it's neither of these two gentlemen. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming up in mere moments. AM 12A to the Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network. Go nowhere. Experience the passion and charisma of commentator Michelle Malkin as she follows the money and uncovers the special interest groups that are profiting from our border crisis. September 24th, The Patriot presents An Evening with Michelle Malkin at the Ames Center. Tickets start as low as $12.80, but if you get yours today, there are a limited number of VIP upgrades available. Details at am1280thepatriot.com. Once upon a time, many years ago, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, cumbersome, yellowish-looking thing. I believe they called it a phone book. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? We've come a long way. Now, there's Salem Surround. We help deliver customers right to your front door with targeted digital marketing. These are the tools of the 21st century smart businesses use to succeed. And our team at Salem Surround can guide you through all the available options with the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof so you can spend time taking care of your customers. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. With Salem Surround, there are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers 
customers. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. American pressure. Nothing works better than a clean tractor. Hot water, pressure, and the right nozzle are a great way to clean mud. We also have the right equipment to clean a lot of pig, chicken, cow, or, well, you know what, off your barn floors. Every year we donate the use of pressure washers that are used to clean the CHS Miracle of Birth Center at the Minnesota State Fair. If you're in need of something in the agriculture industry, give us a call, 763-521-4442. This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib previously embarrassed herself by falsifying the history of the Middle East, suggesting Palestinians provided a welcoming haven for Jewish refugees during the Holocaust. But every historian acknowledges that local Arab leaders responded to Jewish refugees with murderous attacks, ferocious hatred, and unwavering opposition. Now, Tlaib is at it again with distorted portrayals of her own family history as well as the general history of her people. Israel had nothing to do with her father and grandfather leaving the Middle East. Her grandfather fled for Brazil in the 1930s, before Israel was even established. Her late father immigrated to Nicaragua in the early 60s, when the West Bank and East Jerusalem were still ruled by Arab Jordan, not Israel. While Tlaib emphasizes the suffering of her family under the so-called occupation, it's worth noting that two generations had already found homes in America before that alleged occupation even began. Sponsored by ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. AM 1280, the page.